Blog Talk Radio. Tony, how you doing? Yeah, I'm super fantastic. Every day. <laughs> super fantastic. Wake up, wake up, it's the TNT Denar. We've been waiting so long, but we made it this far. If yeah. you're feeling like I'm feeling, you know it's so hard. Gotta keep your head up, keep your faith in the Lord, and we restore the truth. Breaking down the walls, over 10,000 people waiting on the call and when it all coming to reality, it's over with. It's so close, I can feel it like a super hit. You never had it, you keep your head when you cash it. Outlast it, you ain't even got a flash it. How you doing, Tony? I'm super fantastic. Far from past it, now close your eyes and imagine. Those that been down, bouncing back like elastic. How many really trying to do something that's so drastic? Ask it. If you see another fella of the Denar era, I'm making they life better, yeah. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Triple P, Pam, known as already blessed. We done heard half the news. We waiting on the rest. We waiting to fest. Remember that we on the same map. Tony and Ray ran, the brothers on the same path. It's time for a transference of wealth and ain't trying to be left with my life on the shelf. Can't do it by myself, we gotta do it together. A life of wealth, we living life to live it forever. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. It was all a dream, but now it's a reality. Now it's where it has to be. Just keep your faith and you will see. Come a catastrophe, but just be patient, though. He's incredible how he used the oddest things to bless your soul. TNT, the Tony Raven, where you at? People waiting on the intel call to hit you back. Raven got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. It's blessed life, I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believers. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We ain't got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. This blessed life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believer. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. 
To start con- record the recording has started. It's time. Welcome to the Information Superstation TNT. Hosted by that dynamic duel, Tony and Ray Rinfro. They're super fantastic and fantabulous, sir, to the nth degree. Bringing you the latest and greatest Iraqi dinar revaluation information from around the globe, east to west. It's the best. So sit back, relax, and get ready to have your mind blown in the TNT Intel Zone. Good afternoon, TNT, super fantastic family. Today is Wednesday, February the 23rd, 2022. Raven 98 here, along with... Good morning, TNT. What day was it? Oh, yeah, Wednesday. I forgot. Wednesday. All right. I thought it was Monday or something, huh? Is today Monday? Right. Did we say anything <laughs> out? No, nothing went out. Nothing's been happening. Nothing's been happening. It's been a dead weekend. Guys, it was so much news. I don't know what Ray's talking about. He just didn't want to send it out to you guys. He said he's taking his day off. But anyway, <laughs> so much news. As we know, the uh, finance minister did not show up in a parliament. All right, CBI governor did. Finance minister did not. He was insulted. The fact that they would even call him to Parliament. So he didn't show up. Wrote them a long letter. Again, with his family history, how long he's been doing this, what he means to the country, what his family name means to the country. He's not showing up for no BS. He said, just because you guys are trying to make yourselves look good in the news. I'm not going to be part of it. I sent you guys a tweet about Chapter 7 yesterday. Ray no, didn't I, see that? I, I did it. I forgot I put that out. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. So, something did happen. Not bad. But it, they all knew it, though. I sent the tweet out yesterday. See, they all knew it. We didn't have to tell them. <laughs> uh, a lot of stuff involved with that, too, leading up to it. Well, guys, all the news in Iraq is about the exchange rate. Back and forth, everybody involved in it, um, Sadar, uh, Al-Kazimi, Ceylon, parliament members, finance minister, uh, CBI, governor, everybody putting out statements about the exchange rate, which really confused the citizens. I told you guys on Friday's call, there were some governors telling people don't sell their dinar until Sunday morning. So they figure out what was going on or what was going to happen. After the meeting, there were some people putting out, hey, politicians knew two months ago exactly what was going to happen and when it's supposed to happen. They already know, and they put that in their news. They put out two other interesting things that you guys want to hear. First of all, is there's already an exchange rate in the new budget. They put that out. 
is already a change to the rate in the new budget. All we have to do is approve the budget. So they complained about that. The biggest one, because there's a whole lot of news coming out even today, is the fact that one of the members put out, we tried to do this in 2016. We were changing the rate, except the finance minister wouldn't agree with CBI to get it done is the only reason they're saying it didn't happen in 2016. That's what they're announcing to the people today. We tried to do this already. It didn't go through. But now they are. So a lot of back and forth, a lot of confusion. The statements that they put out have stagnated the country, though. That's what I told you guys years ago. They can't do that. They can't tell people they're going to change the rate and then still expect them all to spend money every day like nothing's happened. And that's what they're saying now. That it's killing their market. That the markets don't know what to do. The people don't know what to do. Nobody's spending money. It's hurting their economy the last three, four days. The exact same things I tell you would happen if they told us Tuesday they're going to change the rate. Why would I spend all my dollars today or my dinar today knowing it's going to be more valuable on Tuesday? So that never really makes sense to me. But that's where they find themselves at today. So many people with so many different things to say of why it should be done. A lot of them saying why it can't be done. CBI director come out saying it's not going to happen. We didn't schedule it for this year. We had a five-year plan when we uh, revalued Dinar in 2020. But the only thing happened was the Dinar revalued, but nobody followed the rest of the plan, which we know they didn't because it's the white paper, and it never got implemented. They put it out. It just never got implemented. That's what he's saying. Finance minister is still saying, I don't have nothing to do with this. You guys just trying to take credit for something you don't have. But he is scheduled, I think, at the end of this week to meet in front of Parliament. But he did it on his terms. Because he said, you guys can make me come, because that's their choice. There's 50 deputies having to come in front of Parliament, which they now have 100. Or he could order, I mean, request to go in front of Parliament and uh, with a vote of confidence, which he did. And he's saying, now we're going to take that vote of confidence before I answer any questions. So we're going to see where that goes. A lot of good news, though. A lot of people over there actually think there will be a change sooner rather than later. Um, They really don't need the government to be in place. They may wait for that. And I'll tell you why, because the court was supposed to resolve the issue today. And that's what people were mad about. The court put it off that we're not going to do it today. We're going to do it on the 1st of March. But the framework party has already said if the court rules against them this time, they have no choice but to agree. 
and go ahead and form a majority government. So the court could have resolved it all today. And both things would have happened, but they said it for the 1st of March. And they'll go from there, which everybody already knows, should I'm gonna win, the court's gonna reject it because it's passed the constitution. You can't add names after the fact. And that's what the whole thing is about. So once that's cleared up, we should see the government by the middle of March, regardless. But we could see the RV way before then, way before that. Good news, yes. Iraq was removed from Chapter 7. They've had meetings about it. Everybody discussed it. They got congratulations from everyone on the fact that they were they met all the requirements the mandate has been removed for them to pay anybody anything now or in the future. The U.S. and the U.N. are still protecting them from any other lawsuits. The U.S. is still protecting their money, but they're not controlling their money. That's the difference. Protecting their money, but not controlling their money. So Iraq is real excited about they get to make their own rules now, their own laws, and don't have to answer to anyone, which is a great thing. Which means things could happen as soon as this weekend. Who knows? Could be Saturday, Sunday, Monday. But it's available. Now, thought it was gonna be today. We did hear from the banks over the weekend. They thought today was our day. As of yesterday, and I mean more than one bank, thought today could be our day. They did have to report in this morning. They were looking for something. So it could be early this afternoon. It could be tomorrow now. I mean, it could be really any moment now because it's up to Iraq and what they're doing. Now, they're telling people they can't do it right now. Publicly, all the news is can't do it. It would be a shock to the system. Just like November 20th shocked the people, that they would be too confused. Prices, contracts. Right now, they're having that problem. People have canceled contracts, posted some contracts. They're seeing movements. <laughs> not going forward in the government or in the marketplace because nobody knows what to do because of all the rumors surrounding a change in the rate. They've effectively done exactly what I said would happen for the last 10 years. Now everybody's confused. Now the market is going up and down. Uh, one day they have a rate. Next day is a different rate. Yesterday changed in the middle of the day, all based on the news, but it's confusing everybody. Here's a good thing. Oil continues to go up. It's going back and forth between 95 and 96. Right now, today, I think it was at 99 yesterday. So the people are still getting anxious. The 1st of March and the Million Man March is coming. They're going to have to make a decision and do something, one of either things. Put it back to the way it was prior to November 20th, 
or put the new rate. Now they're saying they can't do it because there's a lot of things that nobody looked into, which is the effects on the economy. Again, contracts, people in the middle of transactions, what it would do with people's bills, things like that. We know, we know. They've looked into all that and looked into it for years. They're just saying that publicly and to the people. If we could say, if you didn't look at all that already, how did you say you tried to do it in 2016, but CBI and the finance minister couldn't get together? If you didn't already look at that, they looked at it. They're prepared. There's going to be a shock. And anytime they do what they're about to do, somebody is going to lose, which happened the last two days. They were selling their dollars, even though they were told not to. Because they would lose on their dinar, and that's exactly what happened. But it is coming. The rate is there. It's going to be the new rate. And my understanding, and I don't know that it will or not, because we hear it all the time, is it will happen before the first. Wait, let me see what day that's on. Before I go, oh yeah, seven days. Yep. Should happen before the first. So we'll see. All right, Ray, let's do it. Okay. First and foremost, we'll deal with um, Smitty in Hat celebrating his 54th birthday today. Wanted us to acknowledge him and recognize him. Happy birthday, Smitty in Hat. I want to wanna wish you a happy birthday. I want to wanna Bossy in the island way You'll be jamming all night Till the light of day Your birthday birthday is your day to shine Another year and you'll be looking fine So have a no worries Don't you hesitate Hold on, hold on, sir. Wait a minute. Um, I got to send you a text real quick. Hold on, because I don't want to get too far from this. Oh, that means I have to read it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Read that. Okay, one second. Server seems to be hung up. Hmm. So, while uh, Ray's doing that, what do you guys think about Russia invading Ukraine? Is there something or what? Is this the beginning of World War Three? What? How far is this really going to go? Hmm. I don't know. 
And what do you think? I'm just throwing this out there. You guys don't have to answer, but what do you think about some Republican officials? <laughs> I guess I shouldn't have said that. Some U.S. officials actually um, agreeing with Putin and putting out that uh, he's a genius for what he's doing and how he's doing. I don't know. You know, I had to think about that. It's just something to think about. How can you do this? is Russia. This is Putin. We're a democracy. They're not. They're doing something we wouldn't ever see to do. But we have government officials praising him for what he's doing. And honestly, we're way, way off of the U.S. that I know. Way off of it. But anyway. That was just something while Ray was doing what he was doing. Oh. <laughs> you can call me that? Oh. All right. Okay, so let me go to something else. Um, not because that was bad, just because I was going to something else. Um, hey, did, did I you see Ray, mine? Did you find it? Did you see my text? Yeah, that's right. Okay, well, that's why I don't understand why I don't see yours. That's why I sent that to say, you know, to make sure you know that, uh, that at least something's working on, on one end. So whatever you sent me didn't come through for some reason. All right. So anyway, this young lady named Sharon flew from Florida to California, <laughs> came up here on Monday. What's that? Wednesday, right? Yeah, Monday to spend two hours with me, get back on the plane, and leave. First of all, I thought she was absolutely crazy for doing that like that. Are you crazy? What the world is wrong with you? Um, but she had some concerns and everything else about what we were doing, what we haven't done. But two great things. First of all, it's her birthday. So I wanted you to do the birthday song for her. She's 72 years old, or 70 years old to, today. Sure. She wanted okay. to have the birthday. And second of all, we're sitting there talking, and I'm telling you, she breaks out this book. <laughs> um, Got to be like, I don't know, half the size of a phone book. You know how thick phone books are? The old ones, or like the new ones. It was just crazy. And it was a book that she thought I did because it had my name on the front of it. I said, what the hell? <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, me and uh, my wife were looking at it. She was like, send me that. I said, yeah, send it to me too. I didn't know I did that book. <laughs> And I really didn't know it. And it was uh, something, and, and maybe you knew it, because she said it was, uh, she had got it over the last 10 years. It was a compilation. Somebody had put together everything that I've ever said. And you too, right? Matter of fact, everything that we've ever talked about. But it was a book really? she downloaded on the internet. What? 
Oh, I said, really? Yeah. I was tripping out. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah, the guy here, right here. This is by Tony Remsro. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I, didn't, <laughs> I had no idea. And I still didn't get to see it because we were only together for like two hours to have a lunch. And, but she got it tabbed off throughout this whole book. Me, me and uh, Tamara was just like, what the hell? <laughs> it was kind of funny. But getting back, uh, let's tell her happy birthday. Okay. Happy birthday, Sharon. I forgot her board name, but anyway, he knows who she is. I want to wanna wish you a happy birthday. I want to wanna help you celebrate. I want to wanna wish you lots of presents. I want to wanna help you eat your cake. Bossy, bossy in the island way You'll be jamming all night Till the light of day Your birthday, birthday is your day to shine Another year and you'll be looking fine So have a no worries, don't you hesitate It's time to bossy, bossy, time to celebrate Okay the Wayne says Wells Fargo's partnered with HSBC and HSBC has been closing most of its U.S. branches and turning into an international wealth management center. So does this partnership change the leadership role of Wells Fargo and the RV? No. Okay. Will this have any impact on our exchange process? No, absolutely not. All right. Burbank Lou says, I haven't heard anything recently about the caps on contract rates. That's because we haven't heard anything. So still status quo, 20 million cap dinar, 50 million cap dom. Those are the rates that we were given years ago as far as the caps on the contract rates. And nothing's changed since back then. Scotto says, what is the best way to ask for the contract rate during the exchange? Um, did you want to comment? <laughs> you know me. I'll just say what you just said. Just ask for it and keep on moving. That's right. I thought that's what you were going to say. Just ask for it. Yes, close right. mouth, don't get fed. I'm telling you, that's all you're supposed to do. And that's what we're told. Just ask for it. Right. Tell them what you want. BAP says, based on the information you have received from your sources, what is the next window that you are looking for? Will you address that in the opening? It could be any, any hour, any day. Okay. Sandman says, a friend went to a Chase Bank in Colorado. No, was it Seminole, Seminole County, Florida, and was told that no bank in Central Florida had foreign exchange offices. Does this mean we have to ship our dinars elsewhere? 
Well, first of all, I don't know how they could speak for every other bank, whatever bank it was in Central Florida. I'm sure there are some who do have foreign exchange offices. So I don't know what bank you were dealing with. Again, what did you say the name of the bank was? Chase in Seminole County, Florida. Chase Branch. And, and they're telling us, so Chase Bank has a foreign currency exchange? Uh, I kind of find that hard to believe, but okay. Then don't go to Chase. Go to one of the other banks. Still find that hard to believe. None of them. I mean, how big is Central Florida? Okay, who's next? Okay, Shazan. Shazan is one of our members who's over in Saudi Arabia. And he reports in from time to time when he um, checks on things over in the Middle East for us. But anyway, his sister, Minister Ina, is celebrating her birthday today. So he wanted us a birthday shout-out from Minister Ina, Shazan's sister. Minister I want to wanna wish you a happy birthday. I want to wanna help you celebrate. I want to wanna wish you lots of presents. I want to wanna help you eat your cake. Bossy, bossy in the island way You'll be jamming all night Till the light of day Your birthday, birthday is your day to shine Another year and you'll be looking fine So have a no worries, don't you hesitate Angelo asked about sources and why the RV hasn't been released, but you addressed that in opening statements. Eddie's says there is possible, there is, or maybe he's asking, is there a possibility for the Venezuelan Boulevard to be in the first or second basket? Is this, okay, I guess he's saying there is a possibility. So, is this note to be the million boulevards note year 2020? It was for me. I mean, you can still get pretty much whatever denominations you want, but I picked up a few of the, the, the 1 million 2020 series. Because I can't go wrong with 2020. Okay. Lena says, after yesterday's meeting and the article that we sent out about Chapter 7 release, how long do you think it will take before we are able to exchange our currency? Okay. Opening statements covered that one too. Joe Schmo says, will Putin's aggression in the Ukraine mess the RV up? I think you addressed that too when you referenced Putin, that it wasn't going to affect the RV, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay. All right. So new money, 28 Will the release of Chapter 7, does that mean Iraq is no longer under the guidance and or control of the U.S.? Hmm. Okay, they're not under either one of them. They're a free, sovereign nation. Their money is still in the U.S. It's still being protected by the U.S. It's not supposed to be being controlled by the U.S. 
any longer. So they can take it and move it in money and all the other countries that they have is now free to be moved and they can do what they want to do with it. Now, the big question is, can they just RV whenever they want to without the U.S. saying no? Well, here's the thing, what the CBI director told everybody in Iraq, what it means is, we can change the rate in accordance to our agreement and with agreement of the IMS. That's when we can change the rate. The only reason we changed it November 2020 is because the IMF agreed to it. So they put this structure down. Who decides how the rate and who controls the rate in Iraq? No. First of all, the number one position is CBI. The number two position is the IMF. And the number three position is Iraqi parliament. So all three of those are combined uh, or involved in when, what, where, how, and why the rate is changed, even though we say the CBI has the authority, they're in the number one position, to be in agreement with uh, what they've agreed in the past with the IMF. So with that, I'm going to say the uh, rates that they agreed with the IMF, the um, amount above or below Iraq, I mean Kuwait, that they agreed with the IMF, and the fact that it was part of the white papers, which they agreed with the IMF. So those things still have to be done because they still, while they don't owe Kuwait, they're not under Chapter 7, they still have contracts and agreements in place with the IMF that they have to honor. So if we're looking at, well, where does the U.S. fall in all of that? Well, we know who the IMF chief is. We know who assigned the IMF chief. And we know the fact that the U.S. is one of the countries involved in IMF that does have veto power. That does have veto power. You know. So we'll see what happens. They're not listening, not saying it. As long as they're doing the right thing, which I think they are right now, and everybody sees it, I think it's going to go through, guys. Matter of fact, I'm going to tell you that it is scheduled to go through, but we'll see what happens. That was just for 404. Anyway. Oh, is Buzz Lady here? I know she just got a flat on that one. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. Repito389-1424 says, what happens if the local Iraqis do hold on to their triple zero notes after the value goes up and the rate is changed to reflect that value. If they deposit it into their in-country banks, what will the 25K note be in their individual accounts? 25K note will be 25 dinar for them. It's going to be uh, drop the three zeros and whatever it is, one to one. And they have a shorter period of time to complete their uh, exchange than we do. So while we have outside country got two years to actually complete an exchange, 
there's going to be less time than that before those notes will become no good. Favorite Holly says, if by chance we go to the bank before March 1st, what will happen with the plans for the Million Man March? Is it automatically canceled, or will the people feel March regarding other concerns? Um, I don't know. I would think they'd be celebrating, jumping up and down and shouting and outspending their newfound wealth. Um, because with the rate change, a lot of things will change. I mean, and instantly, not everything. Contracts to get started. They'll be going through. They'll be make, making announcements about jobs and hiring. And education. I mean, it'll change the face of everything. I don't know if they'll have a reason to march if the rate changes prior to that because that's what they've been waiting for. They know that the rate change comes to white papers, the reforms, and with the reforms comes the rate change. And that's everything that they're supposedly going to be marching about on the first. It's funny that they're supposed to march on the first, but the court set their new date to make a uh, decision about the presidency on the first. I don't know how much sense that makes, but I guess it's what they do in Iraq. All right, what's next? Burbank Lou says, hypothetically, if one has the maximum number of dom and dinar for the contract rates, what should one be buying now? More. Okay, why would you just want the maximum amount for the contract rate? If the contract rate is twenty-eight fifty for the dinar, and that's you only get the maximum amount, what do you think you're going to get for the rest of it? Ten dollars, fifteen dollars, twenty dollars. Uh, sounds good to me. Or five, six, seven dollars. Sounds good to me. Why would I stop buying it? Just because I reached that. Same thing with the dome. If the max is $12 and 20 million, what do you think I'm gonna get for the other 50 million I got? Seven, eight, nine? I don't care, four or five. Why should I stop buying it? I wouldn't. Other currencies, I guess Ray got a list of them, but um, you know, try to them. We don't know it's a 50-50 shot. All the rest of them that he has, uh, what is it, Rupiah, mm-hmm. Indonesian, what else? Yeah, the Rupiah, the Dom, the Boulevard, the Real. Yeah, they're all going to go up some, so, I mean, it just depends on how much you're trying to make. I'm trying to make it all. Guys, when this does happen, this is over for you. Well, some of you are going to get into the second basket. But for most of you, this is over. I'd be getting all I could get because we're definitely not going to do it next time the way we're doing it this time. I can tell you that. that, that that's not going to happen. I know it's going to get out, and I don't know that anybody's going to be doing calls and inform you or anything else unless you're part of some private groups that are in the know because I know even our own government is not going to want all the citizens involved in this again. So it's going to be a tight-knit group. 
you have to meet certain criteria. So if I were you, I'd be being all I can be right now. And and I don't mean joining the army either. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. And also, um, in the in the latest blast and tweet section of the forum that everyone can access, if I didn't put it in there, I'll make sure it's in there. But um, the percentage change, percentage gain formula. Excuse me. Um, a lot of us have been training on that on the on the calls on Zoom and whenever we get together and helping people understand how to at least calculate your percentage gain when you're tossing the question up, which currency should I move on? Well, if you, if you know the percentage gains, that helps you narrow in on what you're looking for, <clears throat> especially if you're looking for the maximum that you can get. So look in the latest class and tweets. should be a percentage gain formula there. If it isn't there, somebody let me know. I'll make sure I put it in there. All right, so we're going live now. 754 Area Code, you are on. Well, good morning, Tony. Good afternoon, Ray. First caller, amazing. It's Marjong from a beautiful day in Florida. Um, Never did get on, didn't have any questions on Monday, but two more days have gone by. First of all, um, if the people on this call didn't know Uh, Frank's cancer has returned again into his left kidney, um, and things look really bad. So everybody, please pray for his next surgery, that it's going to be a success. Um, Your comments about Russia, um, Tony, my ancestry is from the Ukraine, from Odessa, and things are really bad over there. They've hired private security guards from Israel to protect them from the genocide that Russia is bringing in to the country. Germany is already shutting down their pipelines with Russia. The last thing we do need is another war that's going to bring other countries into an area that is trying to stay independent of a dictatorship like Putin is. Um, That's just my opinion. Um, to get on to my questions, Al Farat News, as other agencies have been reporting, that the um, Supreme Court has delayed their decision with this nomination. Now, this Million Man March, if they do delay the decision and we go into March, um, what have they accomplished in the past by marching? Absolutely nothing. So what do they expect to accomplish March 1st? if this doesn't happen by then? Okay, good question. Good question. All right. So, first of all, people are condemning the court today, which usually doesn't happen, because they said they could have resolved it all today. All they had to do was make a decision today. They already know what the decision is going to be. They just didn't make it public, just like they did. They dragged the last one out. For three weeks. Just trying to get to a certain period of time is the only rationalization I can hear behind it. First of all, everybody already knows it's unconstitutional because the Constitution was written as it is. You had three days to do it, and they already did it. Not if you don't like it or the guy you want doesn't get selected, you get to open it up and add more names. Nobody expected to be approved anyway. Uh, the framework has already announced that if it's not approved, 
They got no choice but to go with the other party, name a president, and let's get on with creating the country. So they've already made that announcement. So we all know what's going to happen on the first. The question was, why did you drag it out to the first? Does it make any sense? We don't know. You know, the marchers, they picked that date two months ago. They said, hey, if you guys don't do something by this date, then we're going to get started exactly what happened in October 2019. We're going to start marching, shutting shit down, and getting rid of this government too. That's what they meant. That caused change. Last time they did this, they got the change they wanted. They got a body out. They got the government out. They got the vote to be a whole year earlier. They got Al Ghazimi put in. And they had things change. And everybody can see how positive it was. It just didn't go all the way. By that, I mean the white paper just hasn't been enforced. The jobs haven't come, all that. But they know the only thing that's holding it up is forming the new government. Because they've already been told there's a new rate in the budget. We just got to get that passed. Can they do it outside the budget? Absolutely. But they said we already did it. In the budget, how long is the budget going to take? That's the part we don't know. Because two things were made very, very public today. And that is, okay, if we change the rate, we have to go back and change the budget, which means it will be delayed by months and months more. The budget itself if they set the new rate, because they don't know if they set it at 65 or 78, they need $78 to make the budget run through the next five years is what the plans with everybody want. So it's a lot of convolution there. But they're saying if we wait for the budget and do what's already been planned, we can start hiring, giving people jobs, education, schools, everything going, and then we can change it again later. So we'll see which way. And we don't know. We know there was a revaluation in the budget because we've been told that 381, 481. But that was based at $65 or $50. But to go back and do it all over again would be a delay in the budget itself, which means in the programs, actions, and things that they want to see. Yeah, they'll get money but it won't be allocated the way that it should be. That makes sense? All right. Um, yep. Now, we've been hearing for weeks, for months, about the education of the Iraqi citizens. They're educating them on the revaluation. They're educating them on their money. They're educating and educating and educating. The news, the television, the newspapers, everything that we've heard, is about educating them. Now, today during your intel, you talked about confusion with the contracts, with how, the, how it's going to be in the marketplace. If they did all this education, what confusion could possibly be left that they can't that, with this RV? <laughs> well, look, they're confused well, right like now. like a Westerner? <laughs> Yeah, listen, they're confused right now simply because, you know, they're hearing something in the morning, something in the evening, something the next day, 
The Raiders changed in three, four times. They're being manipulated by not only by the um, exchangers, but by the the people in the markets. They're all taking advantage of them, and that's what they're talking about. People won't know what to do with this. The confusion is going to be uh, about how much do I pay on this bill now? I mean, yesterday I had to pay five dinars. Today, do I pay a half a dinar because the rate change or this or or do I overpay? And all those things were always going to happen, but they're just at a heightened amount right now because there is so much confusion. Because people aren't paying their bills, they aren't paying anything, and they're canceling contracts and agreements and nobody shopping because they're confused. And any rate train rate change is going to add to that. But we knew that was going to happen anyway. I don't care if they stayed right today, 1450 and they're higher than that. But the day it goes back to $3.22, there's going to be a lot of confusion because some of these people never knew of that rate. They never lived at that rate. It's going to be something totally new to people 30 and under. Because they've been under this person for the last 30 years. They're going to say, what? What do you mean it's only two dinar for a loaf of bread or one dinar? Buys me a loaf of bread, and before it cost me fifteen hundred dinar. There's going to be confusion, and some people are definitely going to be taken advantage of until they learn better. But that's what they're talking about. Well, I would say it goes back almost forty years because people who are forty or a little bit under were children back then, and they really don't remember what the country was like before. So we've got a bulk of population that has never really lived through the good times. Um, Do you feel that a lot of what is coming out of Iraq now is um, smoke and mirrors um, like we had with Kuwait and they're trying to keep everybody confused and that it's not that Things are really moving forward, but they want more confusion out there. Well, this is what's happening right now. Um, Government officials are trying to make their party look good by insisting that the rate be changed. So um, there are people in charge, which is the finance minister, TBI, are putting out, look, guys, when we change the rate, all these guys who are, who are saying all this negative stuff in the room, and either they agree or they said no input at all. That's what happened during that meeting. And they're putting it out there. So these guys telling you, we knew it was going to be bad, we knew it was going to be wrong, or they should change the rate back. They were all part of it. So they are putting it out right now. And these guys are just out here trying to get favoritism, and it's all political. Now, at the same time, CBI is saying the rate is not going to change, not during this year. We're not changing the rate. It is set. It's working. It helps us build our reserves. Even though 
And you guys remember last June they said their reserves were at $62 billion something. I remember that. Then July, August, somewhere they said they were over $80 billion, And then it just disappeared. And now they're talking about, hey, we got up to $64 billion. That's June, you were at 62. Now you tell me you're at 64. And just yesterday came out, they really have 94 billion, but they're not using it, so they just left it at 64 billion. So there's a lot of misdirection going on. And the reason is just what they're complaining about today. People aren't spending money, aren't paying their bills. They got ripped off and said last two days, $60 million worth of citizens got ripped off trying to exchange their money because of everything that's going on. So the CBI is doing what the CBI is supposed to do. Deny, 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 boom, do it. And that's what they're doing. They're now denying, which they have been for the last month to that there's going to be any rate change at all, that they can do it, or that there's any reason to do it, but everything else that is absolutely being done is in the process and ready and waiting. Okay. All right. Okay. Those are my questions for today. Obviously, right. Friday is Mahjong Day, so I'm hoping Monday is a Money Monday, and have a great rest of the week and a great weekend. Thank you. Bye bye. Okay. Bye bye. All right. Thank you. Four, okay, zero, four, area code. Yes. All right, I just sent you another text. That's her name. We're going to do it. Oh, the birthday name? Oh, that was a board name? What? Okay. The birthday lady? Yeah. Okay. Calla Lily 321, all right? Hold on, hold on a second, four four, please get started. Okay. Anyway, this lady did fly out here, guys. I'll just tell that, and I'm praising her right now. <laughs> so, uh, even though she's a little ditzy, I didn't even tell that to her face, but she was. <laughs> she told me she thinks she's getting the hog. I'm just telling all her business now. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, she was uh, but um, she went through something similar like you know my wife did she came back from it surgery that couldn't walk was in a wheelchair for a while just amazing to see her up and going and um, all the prayers and stuff that she has sent to my wife and cared about I wanted to say that along with you guys are not going to believe it um G-Man, I don't even know this guy. I mean, I really don't know him, Peter, but she was so happy to get a card from him yesterday, the day before, and everything that he said. And, and I said, G-Man, really? I said, Man, that guy sends us like four or five cards a year. <laughs> I really do think. But I just wanted to bring it out right now because it was kind of special. Both, both Her flying, it was definitely special. And again, getting another card from G Man, and she's like, "You don't know him." I was like, "I don't know him, but I mean, he does great things for us here on here, but I don't. But I really thank him and her both. Anyway, I just had to put that out there. Go ahead, listen. Go ahead, four four. 
404. Talk to us. Okay. Want to be sure that I'm not muted at this point. So, uh, my volume okay for you guys? Yes, absolutely. Okay, everything good. you say, I can hear you breathing. Go ahead. I'm trying to hold my breath there. So, okay. <laughs> Some of your opening comments, um, you alluded to the fact that your bank sources were thinking that today was going to be our day. Uh, that they were having to report in uh, to to the centers and that they're on a moment-to-moment -to -moment type of basis that at this point should be before March 1. Um, are your folks really uh, considering themselves to be on high alert at this point or just standby? Are they on a full type of schedule between now and when this happens? What's the exact status? And also with respect to Texas, uh, whether or not they have been given any sort of uh, window uh, as they had been in the past. Okay, so three of our five major banks were um, kind of excited over, over our weekend, even up to yesterday, about something happening today. Three of the five. So there's a possibility something could happen today. And maybe they thought the court was going to make a decision again today, which would have smoothed everything over, and they didn't. I, I don't know why they were um, excited. Or maybe because Chapter 7 and Iraq can do their thing and everybody's telling them, let's do it, let's do it, because they are being told that, let's do it, let's do it. They're opening and they're telling their people they're open, they can do investments, they can move money, you know, do the things they wanted to do. And their future is brighter than ever. So everybody was a little excited, maybe overexcited. I heard nothing from Texas at all. So they're okay. not on alert. They didn't go in, um, but the rest did. But I can tell you what your next question is. Is, is there a possibility before the 1st of March? Yes. Do some people absolutely think it's going to happen before the 1st of March? Yes, and those people are all in Iraq, <laughs> but we'll Good. see what happens, okay? I, I'm interested in, in this kind of uh, soap opera, as it were, dealing with the, the finance minister and the fact that he was insulted, quote-unquote, of uh, being invited to uh, come before Parliament. He didn't show up, you know, that sort of thing. And yet there seems to be this other meeting set for, for next week where he is going to be, um, he's been invited and it appears that he's going to be showing up. Um, are your Iraqi sources saying that, you know, this is uh, an opportunity for him to uh, be, you know, working in cooperation with the, the CBI and, and uh, kind of big man on campus kind of stuff? Or is this just, uh, again, um, the the continuing drama of Iraq and doesn't really have any bearing on what we're looking for? I don't know that it does. See, here's the thing. He's the finance minister. Right now, right. publicly, he is being blamed for taking money from the country, putting it into his private enterprises in other countries. So they want him to explain where's all this money because we're not seeing it. It's not going into the country anywhere, and 
you're saying is setting aside in a bank. Because that's what they're saying. We just didn't use it because the budget wasn't allocated for it. So we're just stockpiling all this money. And they want to know why are you doing that instead of giving the people more on their ration card, putting more people in Social Security. You could be using that money to help the citizens, and you aren't doing anything except what we think is moving money over to your businesses in other countries. So they want them to answer for that. That's his main reason for being there, because he can't change the rate. As we right. know, they already told who were the three people, CBI, IMF, and Parliament that were involved. Now, they also said when CBI tried to do it in 2016, he was the one guy who stopped it. So how does that work? Hmm. I don't know. Right. Can it be done without him? Can Parliament override him? Is it already done because it was already agreed to in the past are the things that we're waiting to hear, or is this all just a smoke screen because of what is happening? So there's a lot of possibilities, but mm-hmm. I can tell you, it, it looks like, I mean, his meeting is next week. Uh, the courts reserve the first, the March is the first. A lot of things could happen on the first or shortly thereafter, but are definitely planned before then. I like that latter part of before then. That would sure be nice uh, in here and that this is our last pre-RV call and that by Friday it's going to be you guys are calling to say it's finally here for Nolly Friday for us. But 10 days from whenever this does actually happen, we know that that's when our special TNT super fantastic or that forward project is going to be. And I guess at this stage of the game it will be sometime in March, given that there <laughs> aren't 35 days in February or whatever. So. But time will tell, I guess. But, again, appreciate all, all the right, nasty thank talk. you. Have a great day. Thanks again. You too. Bye-bye. 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 209, you are on. Good morning and good afternoon. Well, three of my questions were answered, but I do have a question. Um, or a, In the Depression time, the banks had taken – the people's money out of their accounts. And the reason I'm asking this, there's a situation, and Walt, you'll, you'll recognize this place, in Burlington, a little small restaurant didn't wear their mask. And so they penalized them, and the government went in and took all their money out of their business account. Had they had trust accounts, would they have been able to do that? The details on, on what happened. Oh, I can't hear you. Yeah, Ray, you cut out. We can't hear you. Oh, I was saying there's not enough detail to, to really answer that. On the surface, I would say no, but it, I believe there's more there than, than than what you are aware of, what's coming to light. Okay. I think what I'm trying to find out is that was them in particular, but let's just say us. If um, we had our money in a trust account because in the depression, the government was able to go and take the people's money, but could they do it if it was in a trust account? Has government got that kind of power to take money out of a trust account? Well, <laughs> government got the power to do whatever the heck they want, but 
is you talking about legally and correctly, um, no, because they're only going after what's yours. And if it's held in trust, and if it's held in trust properly, that's not yours, so they wouldn't, in a normal setting, be able to lay hands on it. Okay. Then you answer my question. I thank you for that. Uh, my other no, question no. Is for Let me answer your question. Let me answer your question. First of all, <laughs> if um, if the uh, government declares uh, martial law, first of all, all, all the rules go out the window. You need to understand that. During martial law, present or um, uh, economic, I mean, uh, the country's security or something. All those laws go out the window. So I don't care who you are. That's why doing martial law, you are restricted to $500 a week. I don't care how much money you have. And yes, they will go in your account, and I don't care who you are. The government can do that. Now, the difference is when the government was going after Bill Gates, because everything that was going on in Microsoft, I don't know if you guys remember this, of half of you even know it. This was back when Bill Gates was the richest man publicly, because he was never the richest man as long as Saudi Arabia is around. But he had $120 billion. You guys remember that when he was the only one over $100 billion? I don't know if you guys remember those days. And the government was coming after him because of what was going on with Microsoft and everything else. He took $60 billion. He put $30 billion in a trust in his name, $30 billion in a trust in his wife's name, because the government couldn't touch that because they were coming after in half at that time, and it was protected. So just like those people, if they had moved that money out of their business and it was just sitting in a trust, then they wouldn't have been able to come for it. But because it was part of their business and the money was sitting there, yes, the government could take it. So that is really the difference. Okay. That was what I was looking for is about the trust. So I appreciate that answer. Um, In your gut feeling, not your crystal ball, and from what's being said, we possibly are looking before March the 1st. Yes? Yes. Okay. And you're feeling good about that? I'm feeling good about it because I know what's happening every day is getting worse than Iraq right now with people so confused because they're hearing something different every day or, you know, morning and evening and coming from different people. It should have been done. We can do it. We can't do it. It's going to be done. Um, you got uh, parliamentarians putting words out that, hey, you know, we already knew about it two months ago. We've already worked it out. And what are the people saying if they're hearing that? Wait, this guy, you know, he, he's a congressman, a, a, a parliament member. He said they knew two months ago they were going to do this. Then what should I do? Right? I don't know anything about foreign trust. I better ask Gray. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. And uh, just clarification, it's $20 million that you're able to exchange a contract, anything over and above that is what you would negotiate, and it's on dong, not dollars. $20 million dong. I thought it was $20 million yeah. dinar and $50 million dong. 
You're right. $50 million. Yes, and the question that you're asking, ma'am, yes. Anything over that is what you're going to be negotiating or trying to negotiate on. Okay. And then hopefully this is done before April 1st because they go into Ramadan. If they go into Ramadan, that postpones everything, what, six weeks or so? Is Ramadan April 1st? Yeah, I had to go look it up. It is. I thought it was in March, but it's April 1st or 2nd. Me too. Well, it's definitely done before then because that's all Siddhar has been talking about for the last month. Everything needs to be completed before Ramadan, but I thought it was in March. So I was really excited. I did too. Until April the 1st? Okay. I think it's... Well, yeah, we should be well done before then because he put that out several times. They said all this to be completed prior to Ramadan for the people's sake. So. And so are they going to get this finance minister? I think everything is based on Eagle right now. Are they going to get this finance minister to cooperate? Well, it's not Eagle. I mean, I guess yeah, he didn't like getting called the carpet. He said he didn't like the fact that it was through Twitter. They didn't even send him an official letter, make an announcement, nothing. He got to hear through Twitter. So, yeah, he was upset about that. Uh, he thought that was the wrong way to do it, and, and it was embarrassing. And he won. He didn't show up. Then he demanded that they come see him. Then they set up a date, even though they're still trying to say not 50, but now 100 ministers want him to show up in front of them. Well, he already said that. Yeah, but we're going to do my part first, which is confidence, no confidence vote. They're talking about, well, you're going to answer our question, and then you can stay or you can quit and leave, but you're going to answer our question because we want to know where all this money is. So it's going to be interesting, and I don't know that it's going to stop the RV or not. It's this week, so we'll see. Okay, well, thank thank you so much. You answered all my questions. I do appreciate you guys as always, and blessings to you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. Five one two, Erico, you are on. Well, hello guys. How are you today? Super fantastic. How are you? Super fantastic as well with all the news you're saying, even though you did put us on a little roller coaster ride. Well, okay. It was fun. Was it fun? I like roller coasters. Yeah, it's, it's pretty fun. It's pretty exciting right now. You came in saying that some people were saying sooner or later. So it made me think, okay, is it much sooner or much later? Then you said middle of March, but way before then. And then you kind of said it's scheduled as though you have a finite date, but you may not be at liberty to say. So is that pretty much on track? This roller coaster is on the right track. Pretty much. Right on track. <laughs> but you guys don't want me to say it anyway. I mean, you really don't. Because you think you was on the roller coaster now. Just wait me if I tell you what I know. Got a roller coaster you going to go on. <laughs> but anyway, everything is good. We're in a good spot. It's going forward. All this confusion is for a reason. And and let's just see. We're, we're close enough to it, I think. 
Okay. Well, maybe, I, and I missed maybe part of this. You said that the people in Iraq were told, they told them not to sell until Sunday. Did the majority of the people not sell, or did they start selling? I wasn't clear on that. Some people did sell. That's what they said. They said they, uh, I think the number was 60 or $62 million was made off of them in 48 hours who sold when they shouldn't have. <laughs> but, wow. they said, but the price was and everybody was confused and people were taking advantage of them. But they know 62 or $64 million uh, was made in 48 hours off people who did sell. And is uh, is that legal for CBI to just hold up the RV just because they want to build the reserves? I mean, they have the legal right well, yeah, to do that? It was legal. It was their strategy of why they changed the rate. It worked. And that's what they're saying. Hey, it worked. I mean, now the other stuff that was supposed to happen got done, you know. The white paper didn't get initiated. The rate didn't change like it was supposed to because it was all part of that. It was supposed to happen in January. It didn't happen, they're saying. But this part, our part, actually works. Now, they're saying, yeah, it worked for you. The people had to pay for it. The rich got richer. They got no benefits. The country looks better, but the people are starving. So oh, how do you God. say that? CBI saying it works for us. It did work. And it did because now they can actually change the rate and back it up because they have enough in reserves to back it up when they change it. Oh, okay. And then you shared quite a bit about this finance minister, but I don't know. I guess I just was curious. Is he totally in disagreement with everything that's going on, or did he not show up because he didn't want to give any input based on the accusations that were being made against him? Or is he just totally in disagreement with everything that they're trying to do? I don't know that he's in disagreement at all. He was in agreement in November with what they did. Now, they just put out this morning in 2016, when CBI tried to change the rate, he was the only one in disagreement, and that's why the rate didn't change. That's what the article said today. Supposedly in November of 2020, when they changed the rate, everybody was in agreement. There was no objection whatsoever. Nobody's questioning uh-huh. any of them. They're questioning him on since the rate changed, since oil has gone back up as high as it has, since there's all this surplus money, where is it? What have you been doing with it? Why haven't you taken care of the people with all this extra money that you have? That's what they want him to answer. Got it. You know what I thought was weird that you shared? You said that uh, the oil prices were up to about $99 yesterday. But it was weird that at the pumps on yesterday, the gas prices went down went down some here in Texas. I just thought that was weird. But anyway, now those were all my questions for today. I thank you okay. guys for taking my questions, and we're expecting Alrighty. another 
ice storm in Texas, so you guys keep your fingers crossed Listen. and shut us down. All righty. Just so you know, the word synonymous with the word weird, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. <laughs> Uh, 972 every code. You're on. Hey, fellas. Danny in Dallas. Hey, Danny. Hey, how you doing? Hey, there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was just looking at the oil price. It, it, the comment was, it is surging toward $100. So, uh, things uh, seem to be getting more suitable for this situation to take off. All right. Um the Ramadan thing was a little bit of a, a uh, question, but it looks like it's April 2nd, as our uh, family has indicated. I got the impression, Tony, that you were kind of thinking that was part of the package uh, for being completed this month. Was that is that uh, accurate? <clears throat> well, I thought it was part of uh, next month because I actually thought it was in March. Because the fact that Sadar right. and al and somebody else had put it right. out, we want this completed yeah. prior to Ramadan for the citizens' benefit. And that's yeah. everything. Yeah. The government well, to be all of it. But I guess we'll wait right. longer by the 2nd of April. Well, we can do that, too. I, I know my group's going to wait <laughs> one way or the other. But <laughs> it sounded like you were a, li- a little deflated when uh, – the the community the uh, the caller uh, indicated that so yeah still if that's been an emphasis see that that information we didn't have that that uh, Sadar had been saying had to happen before Ramadan that that's you know not for for someone that does not get into a news feed all the time and doesn't have Tink to uh, be able to call and update you that's uh, that's interesting yeah all right well that'll work okay. yeah. Um, I I don't know of anything else that is pertinent, unless you needed an opportunity to add a little more to it right now. I've been watching pricing and availability on Dong and Dinar and that sort of thing, but uh, I don't see uh, much change uh, over last week or the week before. And you? Well, I don't think there's much change in the pricing again, because um, people aren't hearing it. So I'll tell you two things. Um, Vietnam put out today that their economy is changing and that they are going to be one of the um, emerging markets this year. They will be identified as an emerging market this year, which was, again, first time they put out anything about their economy growing and everything else. Which was good. Tish sent that to me, just yeah. so you guys know, which, which is a good thing. I had somebody call me yesterday while he was standing at the exchange asking about the three zero notes. Hey, they don't have any more 50s. This is with a 25, are they any good? And I'm saying, of course they're good. All three zero notes are good. <laughs> they're going to exchange them all. So people are buying. Now, both Iraq and uh, Vietnam today said that their economies have changed and their currency has been affected 
by the amount of purchase being made in foreign markets. I oh. wonder who that was. <laughs> Sounds like a little pressure is being spread around a little bit. That's that's good. That's uh, informative to us. But you know, Vietnam, their their value, uh, GDP has been in the five percent range, sometimes as high as seven percent for several years now. So, I've got uh, salesmen that deal with products out of uh, Vietnam, and they they've been saying, I don't know why the rest of the world doesn't know about it. So that, that's pretty interesting. Okay. Well, thanks for that little bit of extra there, buddy. Uh, you, you're keeping us right on the edge of the seat and, and ready to respond. So let's, uh, let's get this thing done. i got to get back to work. Can you imagine that? Talk to you later. Right. See ya. Thanks, right. sir. Take care. 651 area code, you're on. Hey, Tony. Hey, Ray. It's uh, Ron Mexico hey. calling. Hey, uh, I got. Uh, I'm a little tired, so bear with me. Um, I got a question, and you might have answered it, but I may not have understood it when you answered. So I might have missed it. But uh, I'm wondering uh, if and when a country is removed from uh, Chapter Seven sanctions. Is there a timeline on on when they? drop the program rate or a back wall that that they have to change things by in order to resume business uh, with, with, uh, with internationally and have an internationally accepted currency? If, does that make any sense to you? Uh, no, the question is, but you got to realize Chapter 7 doesn't always deal with a revaluation of currency. They put people in Chapter 7 for a variety of reasons, which theirs was the attack on Kuwait, the damage it did to its economy, the lawsuits to people. I mean, a whole lot of things went into that, not just their rate or the fact that we changed their rate or anything else. That was all outside of Chapter 7. There is no requirement for Iraq. I know some other gurus told you they can't be part of the international community either at a program rate or whatever, yeah, absolutely can. Absolutely. What it did was remove all restrictions. Well, the EU still hasn't removed them from their list, which should be coming. And, guys, everything they've done with Chapter 7, you know, January 1st, Iraq was telling you they were out of Chapter 7, which they weren't officially. A month ago, they were telling you they were out. We knew the meeting had to happen right now. And even though it has happened, it says the mandates for Chapter 7 have been removed. There is still another meeting at the U.N. tomorrow, which should finalize everything, completely moving Iraq from Chapter 7 and everything involved with it. Even though they say it's already happening and people are congratulating them, there's still one more meeting tomorrow. But we know, I mean, for actual purpose is all done, said and done. So we could see something after that meeting or however long it takes them to get their act together and, and, and make it happen. Because right now they're saying it's all sure. about how it's going to affect the people if we do it without looking at everything else. 
how to change the prices on the bills and milk and how to lay it out in the grid, which things that we already know are done. So I'm going to tell you guys something that nobody else will probably tell you, or maybe they will. I don't even know if they know. But everything we're hearing and seeing being written in articles is not what the people in Iraq are being told. They're being told something. <laughs> so we're going to wait and see. And that's what's causing the problems that we're hearing about. Because they're getting a totally different story over there about what's going to happen and when. So we'll see. And they kind of messed up by trying to give them a heads up without the rest of the world knowing. They kind of screwed themselves up. And they're trying to deal with that right now is what's really going on. All right. Good? Better answer? Yeah, that's that was that was a fabulous answer. Um, thanks for everything. Uh, see you Friday. Peace out. All right, thank you, sir. All right, sir. Give me a hole if you got your funky bus there. Two eight one, you're on. You made it. Hey Ray. Hi, Tony. How you guys doing today? Well, I thought you broke down on the side of the road somewhere, but okay. (laughs) You didn't think that. No, you did. You sure did not think that. (laughs) Ah, And King, I didn't hear you. What'd you say? You doing good? Oh, yes. Fantabulous, sir. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, so y'all left me for last because I got some questions. You you ready, Mr. Tony? Oh, Lord. You ready? <laughs> yeah. I, hey, I like the broke down on the side of the road part. What do you mean? <laughs> hey, the, the system is going to shut down after the third person. <laughs> I knew you was going to say that. You better not cut me off. <laughs> With some foolishness. Okay, here we go. All right, so now with uh, okay, so how is it that the exchangers and all those people over there were able to change the exchange rate for you know that little amount and those couple of days or whatever, and then to me swindle those people out of their monies like that. Who gives them the authority? Was it the CBI did it or what? I mean, how were they able to do that? And it wasn't on the CBI, the rate. Because they're running unchecked, and that's what they are saying. There's no rules, regulations. There's no laws governing them. And they said we need better laws and finance that. We need a list of these people, and they need we need to go after them. And all those things are not happening. So in the meantime, that- they're abusing the people. So listen, you you know this very well. You know, out there in the, uh, I was going to say backwoods of Texas, but they ain't got no years. <laughs> you better quit out no there. <laughs> Look, and, and those sticks, you know, we take them two, three days to, to realize something happened in the city. <laughs> I'm ignoring you. I'm ignoring you. Just get <laughs> But that's how Iraq is. They don't know from, from state to state, <laughs> province to province, what's really going on. And each one of them relies on their local leaders 
an exchange company to tell them, hey, this is it. I mean, but you know, is, is all of them don't have TV. Well, well, is this because the government is not seated, or this is just something, even if there was a government seated, that they could do this anyway, just change it when they get ready? I'm confused. They do because it has changed so much, because it's mm. unstable, unreliable, because people don't have confidence in them. Now, mm-hmm. when they change the rate finally and remove all the U.S. dollars, then they don't have a problem anymore. They right. put the rate on their site, and just, it is what it is, because there's nothing mm-hmm. for us to discuss. This is mm-hmm. a dinar, and this is what it costs, everything else. There is no exchanging. So that's mm-hmm. going to remove all of that. But until they do that, this has been in place for the last 20 years. It's going to continue. Right. I would be upset if I were the citizens. I'm surprised that they're not protesting over there after that little shenanigan move. So is the finance minister, is he Wait, Iranian? You're not understanding something. Hold on. Hold on. What? And I know it's Texas, but anyway. Listen, <laughs> when, when a zoo gets a little baby elephant, they put that chain on their leg, right? right. And the little baby elephant cannot break that chain. I don't care how right. hard he tries, and he tries his hardest. Well, when they put it on an adult elephant, he doesn't go anywhere either. Why not? Because it's ingrained in his mind, this is how it is. Right. I can't do that because I haven't. In Iraq, it's the same thing. Citizens have an eighth-grade education, but more importantly, this is how it's always been, so this is how it is. So they know their government is crooked. Their people are crooked. They know they're getting taken advantage of, but they say, well, it's happened my whole life, so what's different now? Mm-hmm. Mm. So um, who who are the people over there that are canceling the contract? Is it business? I mean, I guess I didn't catch that part when you were mentioning it earlier in your dialogue. Yeah, just local businesses, not just not local country businesses. Country. Yeah, local okay. business are making agreements at this price, that price. Everybody's canceling everything. Wait a minute. Because I'm about to get ripped off at that price, and they're going to change the rate tomorrow. Or they're going to change mm-hmm. the rate in the morning. I'm not doing that. And yeah. yesterday they said it was causing a problem. People aren't even making agreements. People aren't buying anything because they're thinking they're about to overpay for everything. Right. So are investments, uh, is, are the countries coming into Iraq, are they still – hanging in there with knowing that the rate is about to change or has any of those people backed out <clears throat> or are they no, backed I, out? We haven't seen any cancellation of country agreements, contracts that because they know their rates are set on the RV mm-hmm. rate. They already know. Mm-hmm. 90 okay, seconds. So, okay. Okay. So, um, what what would make you feel, in your opinion, that the RV will go this week? It's scheduled. Because I know you said it is scheduled to go through this. You didn't say this week, but. Because I've been given a window of time. There you go. Because uh-huh. they already told me what it was supposed to be. And I already told you guys, I'm not going to tell you because I'm not going to put you through that because we are way right. too close. 
But I can okay. tell you it's supposed to be before the the first. So my last question, because I think I got about 15 seconds. Have the Because I'll be excited if, <laughs> depending on how you answer this question. Have the markets been notified? Oh, so it's just about your personal excitement? Is, is that what you want? <laughs> I'll be excited. <laughs> No. So I'm but not today is Wednesday. Okay, there you go. Yeah. I'll call Until you when they get, get notified. notified. All right. Okay. I'll call you when they get notified. I, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. I said I will call you when they get oh. notified. So you can personally get excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep my comment to myself. Okay. All right, then. Well, I, <laughs> I just hope that, you know, because we know that there is a window that they are to look out for when they get notified because you guys have shared that with us. So if they haven't and Texas haven't, then I'm not too excited. I'm not understanding why they keep saying this to the other banks and all of those people, but yet nothing happens. I, I, I still don't understand that part. So, But maybe once you, you let us know if the markets have been notified, then I think that we, we have some, some, some something to kind of smile about at this point. For me, for me. I can't talk about other people. I'm just for, for me. So. Okay, well, okay. Right, let me explain you. it to you real quick so so you'll know, all right? If mm-hmm. if uh, if you're in a school and you got kids, you might say something to the regular kids. If they get excited and it don't happen, then it's okay. But when you go to the special education class, you're not going to play with them. I'm not telling <laughs> y'all nothing. I'm absolutely <laughs> stupid. Why you got to bring okay. up special education? What is going on? <laughs> oh, okay. I, I, I get okay. it. I get it. All right. Well, thank I'm just, you. It's right. special. All right. Thank Bye. you. Bye. <laughs> you just text me when you find out. Bye. Bye. Six one zero area code. You still here? Yes, sir. Good afternoon, Ray, and good morning, Tony. It is G-Man MPA. Hey, man, thank you. Listen, uh, what I said earlier, were you on the call? I was. I heard it, Tony. Thank you very much. Well, no, thank you. I really appreciate that. She's kind of excited about that card. I said, really? Is that what it's from? And so, because it's not the first one, last one, but. Thank you, man. We really do appreciate that. Well, you're very, very welcome. You know, it's it's something when you have a health issue and it's nice to get a card with a little handwritten note in there. It, It lifts people's spirits, and that was my intent, to lift her spirits and let her know that we are praying forward for her and looking forward to her full recovery. So I'm sure that did the trick. It did. She, she was, you know, she was moved by that. Thanks. I appreciate it. All right. 
You're very, very welcome. All right. Ray, can I do the long version? Sure. Go ahead. Knock yourself out. All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, for all of you who are new to the call and all of you who didn't know, all these calls and all the means of communication that Ray and Tony use to keep us informed need to be paid for. And it's up to all of us out here in the currency community to send in our payments in order to keep this information superstation on the air. You can help by going to www.tntsuperfantastic.com, clicking on that red payment button. And when you do, the name and address will come up to where you can send your checks and money orders made payable to Raymond Renfro, PO Box 1748, Elm City. That's just like the tree. Elm City, North Carolina, 27822. And when you're making out those checks and money orders, ladies and gentlemen, please remember to make them payable to Raymond Renfro. And please remember to include your phone number on those checks and money orders. This way it makes it easier for Ray to track those payments as they come in. For those of you who'd like to donate electronically, you can go to the TNT super fantastic website Click on that red payment button and scroll down to where you will find the instructions to use the debit card or credit card of your choice. Here instructions, that will then take you to another page. That page contains a menu of payments that you can choose from. Click on the payment that you would like to send in. That will then take you to another page where you will be asked to type in your email address, your name, and your credit card information. In the block where you type in your name, after you have typed in your name, hit the space bar twice and type in your phone number there. Again, that helps Ray track those payments as they come in. So again, to donate electronically, go to the TNT super fantastic website, Click on that red payment button and scroll down to where you will find the instructions to use the debit card or credit card of your choice. Click on the click here instructions. That will then take you to a menu page of payments that you can choose from. Click on the payment that you would like to send in. That will then take you to another page where you will be asked to type in your email address, your name, and your credit card information. In the block where you type in your name, after you have typed in your name, hit the space bar twice and type in your phone number there. Again, that helps Ray track those payments as they come in. After you've filled out your credit card information at the bottom of the page is that payment key. After you have clicked on that payment key, Stay on the page for a few seconds. You'll then receive a circle with a check mark and a sentence that says, thank you for supporting the TNT blog talk radio show. This way, you know your payments have gone through successfully. Remember to do it today, ladies and gentlemen. You'll be very, very glad that you did. As always, Ray and Tony, thank you for all you continue to do for us. Thank you to both of your families for continuing to share you with us. 
thank you to those 13 task force members who are still out there making sure that the bankers and meeting facilities are going to be available for us post-RV so we can get all that banking information. And as Ray has taught us, remember, verification, negotiation, diversification, protect your principal, KYW, know your worth, and Vegas, 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 and Raleigh, 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 so I can come join you and enjoy some of that good home-style North Carolina barbecue. Thank you, gentlemen. Make it a dynamite rest of the day. All right, sir. Thank you very much. All right. Thank You're you, welcome. sir. Appreciate it. All right. Appreciate All right. It. You're very, very welcome, gentlemen. Have a good one. All right, now. All right. All right. We'll close out this session. 15 minutes past the bottom half of the hour. Okay, guys. <laughs> and uh, hopefully, 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 this thing is about over. I mean, sooner than later. We did see some things this week. They finished this up. Probably not the government at all since they set the date for the first now for the court. So we can't hear about the government prior to the court making a decision. Because there is a new guy in just threw his name in there. And said they didn't want to agree with the other two, then he would take the position. But he would gladly remove his name if they came to some kind of agreement. And the court is just trying to give them time to make an agreement versus forcing them to do something. Now, do we actually have to wait for that to happen for the RV? The RV could happen at any moment. It's likely to happen with all the confusion, what it's doing to their economy, people spending money and everything right now. They're going to have to come to some kind of end with this. I don't think they can drag it out much further. So... With that, we got 16,000 people on the call. We have 40 donations. So, you guys take it from there. We'll see what happens on Friday. All right, do what I'm going to do. Enjoy the rest of your day. Be super fantastic while you're doing it. And share the super fantastic. Right? All right, ladies and gents, that's going to do it for us on this hump day, Wednesday. We'll talk to you on Fantabulous Air Friday. Keep believing. We sure do. This keeps me going. On those days when I feel like giving up. Fire.
pre-approves you for it. Come on, Bacardi. I believe that my God is a healer. Yes, he is. And I believe that I will survive. Oh, I, I believe that tells us that if any two of us shall agree on anything on earth, that God will do it for us in heaven. And I know sometimes life has a way of knocking you down to the point where you can't even pray for yourself. But today, I want to agree with you that it's getting ready to get better. And right now, we are giving your problem an expiration date. And we're saying it's over. That you've been crying long enough. That you've been worried long enough. That you've been struggling long enough. And I believe that God's going to do it for you. I believe Press 1. To return to the conference, press R.
This session is no longer being recorded. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a wrap. Enjoy your hump day Wednesday. We are out of here.